Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not hip. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> Davenport. And I am Lady Addercop. And this week I am playing tri- play paying tribute. Playing tribute. Playing paying, tribute because it's songs. Pay, uh-huh. Yeah. I am paying tribute to uh several of my author friends, specifically to the author friends who are trying to write novels and short stories in the coffee shop that I work at. <laughs> uh, it happens more than you would think. Yes. And so we're doing, we're doing songs about words and that words are hard. As we all know. As, and I am, and I am actually yes. an expert at words. I have a degree in words. Wordology. This is, this is a true fact. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was just a uh, run of the mill bumbling fool. No, no, my friend. You're a professional I'm bubbling a prof- fool. I'm a I'm a college educated bubbling fool. That's <laughs> true. I have a degree in bumbling fool. Well, in bum, I have a degree in in bumbling fool. My minor was in English, with oh. with, with a with a uh, concentration in poetry. Oh, as you can tell from how good I am at talking pretty. Yes. <laughs> yes, I talk so pretty. You can tell how good I am at the words because I say them the best. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this was actually brought on uh, because uh, an author friend who, who comes into the cafe, uh, I don't know if I, I'm not going to call her out on it, but, but she was, she was lamenting the fact that, that there, the, her normal table was taken earlier today and she needed to write a sex scene and her cam and her, her, her computer screen was, was now facing the filth was facing the populace at large yes yes. and and she felt very very daunted by it and very and very words are hard and it was (laughs) making her very uncomfortable about was mr ducky involved with the sex scene was he making eye contact i mean i'm sure i'm sure he well at least one of his eyes was um Well, only one can make eye contact at a time. I, I'm, I'm teasing. I love Mr. Ducky. Mr. Just... Ducky has retinitis pigmentosa, yes. and one of his eyes sometimes goes a bit of wandering. Yes, yes. It's fine. None of us are perfect creatures of God's grace. No, especially when you've been messing around with the. Well, <laughs> look, I have a type. Yes. <laughs> that type is... Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. I like... I like a guy I can take in a fight and a lady I can't. 
I'm just gonna say. And where does Mr. Ducky find fall on that spectrum? Depends on what he's wearing that day. And whether or not he's armed. Yes. Well, there you go. <laughs> it evens things out when he's got a knife, you know? Like every good relationship. I just like a man who runs faster than me. That's all. You just want to chase him? No. I just want him to run <laughs> away, away fast, quickly. <laughs> Look at the cams on that one. I just like to see him retreating into the middle distance. You know that how I, I love love to walk him. I love to watch him leave. Kind of. I thing. hate it when you walk away, away but I like, I like to, to watch. watch him leave. Yeah. yeah. Except I just want to watch you leave. <laughs> there's a and possibly not come back. There's yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> this is it coming is. from the person who was like, "Give me somebody with a knife." Yeah, like, you know, I was doing finger guns. Uh, on, uh listeners, yes. you couldn't yeah. see that, yeah. but I, I hoped you felt. I only. Oh ask... no! I uh, well, no, honestly, I, I love, I love Rupert, and I'm very happy with him. But, no. <laughs> but when, when, if and when our relationship ever ends, I'm not looking for anything else. Yeah. I don't want. I'll just have cats. It's could you fine. imagine trying to? I do. Good no. God. No. No. I could barely date the first time no, around. No, I was I, bad at it the first time. <laughs> I'm more self-aware and more self-conscious now. I don't know. No, I bumbled no into also, some person with poor eyesight and a love of nerd shit. Yeah. I was like, bingo. <laughs> yeah. I found someone who niche. is just as socially awkward and, and incapable of flirting as I am. Uh, yeah, no. If this goes if this goes awry, I'm there. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Mister, like, God bless it, bless us all. Mister Ducky tried to flirt with me when before we actually you know started dating. He tried. He tried real hard. Kept saying like flirty sweet, nice, banter, flirty things. Oh. and I would just shoot it down with like thanks. <laughs> I could oh. just continue on with my day because <laughs> I'm real real good at picking up on subtle cues. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So the worst would be like, you look really nice in an outfit today. Thanks! Stroll. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when we finally did hook up, <laughs> I did pull him aside and said, you know you don't have to do this because you feel sorry for me, right? I'm perfectly fine being alone. It's like, this is the worst flirting I've ever had! I, well... To be fair, that is also very, very, very similar to what what happened with me and and Rupert, in that in that he was he very, very vocally expressed his interest, and, then you and went, I went, "Are you sure, um, though?" Thanks. thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna go now because I don't know how to this i'm gonna go at least you understood that he was flirting with you you didn't well, go also he was drunk and so i okay. didn't i did sir i didn't want it to be one of those like you're gonna regret this later and yeah. you're gonna wake yeah, up well, you're gonna wake up sober and then and then and then well, you're gonna have to like and then i have to decide whether or not i want to make you breakfast and you're trying to sneak out of the house that's yeah a, that's, so no, and that's like, a good rule of thumb don't yeah. go home with somebody who's so drunk that you don't know yeah. if they really well, want to do that thing or yeah not. yeah that's a good rule of thumb yeah so <laughs> there was that 
Though I did go home and then call him back and no. say, if this is serious, if you were actually serious, really? I might be interested. And then he didn't call me back. And three weeks went by. And then I had to actually hang out with him uh, at other things. <laughs> and he and and it didn't awkward. come up and it was awkward and weird. But then it turned out that it, his roommates never gave him the message that I had called. Because oh. his roommates were jerks. Yeah, I was going to say that. That would be a jerk thing yeah. to do. Yeah, so there was a whole thing. Well, college really... college age, you know, we're in your, you're in our early, late 20s, mid 20s. No, no, mm-hmm. early 20s. We were in, I was, well, I was in my early 20s. Yes. Oh. I was like, oh, oh younger man. robbing. Well, I mean, oh. technically. Not technically. No, technically <laughs> Rupert was... Two years younger than me. It's not that. Mr. Ducky is three years younger than yeah, me. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> and and the great part was, uh, not to not to tell tales out of school, but they were just, he was just getting out of like a weird religious cult. So when he was all like, "Guess what, lads? My girlfriend is twenty one. Neither of us drank, right. but my girlfriend is twenty one. <laughs> no, making it seem real. Yeah, cool. like look at me reeling in the college women." And then they would meet me and be like, I thought you said that your girlfriend was 21. What, who is this child? And I'm like, I'm 21. Here's my license. I am 21. I could buy a booze. And if I knew what kind of booze to buy. I have tried them. I do not like them. It was when I was young and innocent, listeners. There was a time for my 21st birthday. My mother and my aunt took me to a bar. Because it was my 21st birthday. I was home from school. All my friends were in other states so they took me to a bar and then i ended up being the designated driver because <laughs> that's how i roll well, on very my, cool on my 21st birthday i was actually i had was homesick with the flu <laughs> so and i did not do anything but then the weekend when i got better my friend my friends took me out so you had some debauchery i did except that my debauchery consisted of a whole bunch of apple cider of Ooh. hard hard apple cider and uh let me just say listeners don't do that don't ever do that children don't do that no 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 if you do not drink at all just leave it that way. It's be- It's better for you. Yeah. Also, do not drink multiple drinks of sweet, sugary, nightmare uh, drinks because... It's going to end poorly. The hangover the it's next day hangover. is 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 mostly sugar-related. Yeah. Well. I mean, it is. there is alcohol to it, <laughs> but it, it's When mostly, you wake up the next day still drunk, that's yes. not all sugar. Yeah. Ah, but I did not. A, no, yeah. and then I had to have ask me about mint juleps sometimes. No, I had to have I had to have breakfast, lunch with my with my aunt, and I was very hungover mm. and had to walk to the <laughs> restaurant in broad daylight with so many glasses and hats on because it was so bright out. It this was, is all just to say we are walking disasters and yes. have been our entire oh, lives. Whole lives. Whole uh, lives. So, so neither of us could ever date again because no. it's a miracle we survived it the first time. It's a miracle we figured it out. I didn't. I legitly pulled him aside and was like, listen, the makeouts were great. That was sweet. You know I've had a crush on you for forever, so I appreciate the effort that you put in. But let's be honest here. 
I know what I'm selling, and I don't think that you're necessarily interested in buying, so if this is just some kind of ego-boosting thing that you've concocted to make me feel good about myself going off into the world as a young adult, I appreciate it, but let's not, let's not make this more than what it is. And, and then, he was like, how are you this stupid? And then 22 years <laughs> yeah, later. How are you this smart, but this stupid? Yes. And uh, 22 years later, we both found out we're neurodivergent and went, oh, that explains some shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Not picking up on the clues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The, the weird emotional detachment. <laughs> so all we're saying, listeners, is that, you know, there might be someone out there for you. Mm-hmm. You just weren't paying attention. I guess. Or... Or that, you know. Or a someday that you're writing, you own your own cafe and there's an author in there writing yeah. in, a, in, in a steamy sex scene. It might be about somebody you know and that's going to make it awkward. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, you could then offer to uh, give them a reserve sign so they get the table that they want oh, for the next time. Reserve. And then, ooh, could you make it reserved for sexy times? <laughs> I might. That on the sign, and oh, then oh, I did not mention that to them, but I might have. We to. and our our longtime listeners know who this is. Probably they know what author based a character on Mister Ducky, and myself, and you, and There's... then they make out in the next book. They no, do they not. don't. They, they do not. Don't. That would also, be really that weird. would be real weird because <laughs> you're Mr. like Mister Ducky is practically my little brother and I ugh. you guys you guys have adopted each other I'm so sorry I knew that no. would gross you out oh. and I did it anyway oh. oh and this is why I didn't have boyfriends before girl well no I have the one girlfriend but this is why I didn't have a lot of boyfriends and girlfriends before now and on that note I'm gonna press a button and wash my mouth out A poem is a song that no one cares about Except the writers of the songs that we're all singing And songs are just commercials for awful, ugly people Who want your money and your attention and all your love And if you don't give it to them, they'll starve If you don't give it to them, they'll starve to death. If you don't give it to them, they'll starve to death, and that's all right. A poem is a song that no one cares about, except the writers of the songs that we're all singing. And songs are just commercials. For self-important assholes Who want the power and the money And the other good stuff you're bringing And if you don't give it to them, they'll starve If you don't give it to them, they'll starve to death If you don't give it to them, they'll starve to death And that's alright They'll starve to death and that's alright They'll starve to death and that's alright
You're listening to Mad Wasp Radio.
That's Bird Eats Baby with Letter to Charlie. Before that, we had Vintage Trouble with Another Man's Words, and starting off our set was AJJ with a poem. Said to me oh, that he would be, I'll always be 
And to settle on your sweet, sweet mind At night when you retire I'm gonna write a tear-stained letter Johnny Cash with Tear Stained Letter. Before that, we had a band called Horse with the L Word, and starting off our set was the Cassettes with Writing Analog Letters. On and on and by the road, you'd think it was a game. The way you came and went with me, it's looking all the same. Now and tell me, girl, is there any chance here for a change? A little change. Running around a marathon, an epic type with you. I've got my rosy blinders on to tell me that it's true. Boys and girls. 
This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits. Honeymoon with Letter from the Far Side of the Bed. Before that, we had Mother Euchres with Word Up, and starting off our set was The Gourds with Red Letter Days. I've got trouble, oh, what trouble, something happened to me. Came home one day and I found my sweet one wasn't around. Haven't heard a single word about the cause of it. Why you're full of the blues Just waiting round for some news Maybe she'll write me Maybe she'll phone me Maybe she'll radio Went away Monday Here it is Sunday Just a long week ago I don't know where she went Or what made her go One thing I know I'm feeling mighty worried Maybe she's lonesome All by her own some Longing for who knows what Maybe she's sighing, maybe she's crying, then again, maybe not. I don't care what she did, or where she went, or why she left, as, as long as she only hurries back, back home to me. Local, riding her cocoa, trying to play mahjong. She 
may be working in a grocery store And like before She's laying eggs in windows Maybe she's this place, maybe she's that place Running around at large Maybe in Frisco she's using Crisco For her face massage Impossible 
And I could make you rue the day But I could never make you stay Not for all the tea in China Not if I could sing like a bird Not for all North Carolina Not for all my lyric words Not if I could write for you The sweetest song you ever heard It doesn't matter what I do Not for all my lyric Now that you've made me want to die You tell me that you're unboyfriendable And I could make you pay and pay But I could never make you stay Not for all the tea in China Not if I could sing like a bird Not for all North Carolina Not for all my little words Not if I could write for me The sweetest song you ever heard It doesn't matter what I do Not for all my little words It doesn't matter what I do Not for all my little That's the Magnetic Fields with All My Little Words. Before that, we had Joanna Newsom with Inflammatory Writ. And starting off our set was Janet Klein and her parlor boys with Maybe She'll Write Me, Maybe She'll Phone Me. Good old boy, lay hell till the judge 
kisses down upon me Rain your kisses down in storms And brawl will come before me In your slowly fading forms Going out of my mind Will leave me standing in the rain With a letter and a prayer just had a message in from General Henderson. Um, it seems to be for people who do not listen to Mad Wasp Radio. You're nothing but a bunch of spineless, gutless sheep. Get out of here. Nah, nah. Well, he seems to be of sound mind, but can we get a scientific opinion on that? Certain sections of the brain seem to be missing. That's unfortunate, but I don't suppose it can be helped. <laughs>
That's the Gin Rebellion with A Letter to Mr. Muldane. Before that, we had Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds with Love Letter. And starting off a set was Cassandra Wilson with Death Letter. Well, the time has come for the final story of the evening. Let's listen in as inventor Thomas Livingston prepares to set sail for adventure in a brand new flying machine. Down his airship fell 
us into the great unknown There's no way I'll ever make it back It's fast out here and I have veered so very far off track Please look after Jim and take a care of him Oh Michelle hear the things that she says she says hun drop dead i'd rather go to bed with gabriel garcia marquez cuddle up with william s burroughs leave on the light for bell hooks i've been flirting with pierre burton because he's so smart in his books i like to go out dancing my baby loves a bunch of authors my heart's so broken bleeding baby's just sitting there doing some reading Started watching some TV, played my new CD player too. She said, turn it off or I'll call the cops and I'll throw the book at you. All this arguing made me get dizzy, called my doctor to come have a look. I said, doctor, hurry, he said. Don't worry, I'll be over when I'm finished my book. I like to go out dancing, my baby loves a bunch of authors. We've been living in hovels, spending all our money on brand new novels. So I got myself on a streetcar and it drove right into someone. You know, the driver said, I was looking straight ahead. But he was reading the Toronto Sun. So, so my honey and me go to a counselor to help figure out what we need. She said, Well, get your love growing. But before we get going, here's some books I'd like you to read. I like to go out dancing. My baby loves a bunch of authors. Lately, we've had some friction. My baby's hooked on short works of fiction. So we split and went to a party Some friends my girl said she knew But what a sight cause it's author's night And the place looks like a loose Now I'm pounding the Uzo With Mario Puzo Who's a funny fella? W.B. Kinsella Who brought the cat? With Margaret Atwood Who needs a shade? He's Robertson Davies I'm they started a food fight Salmon moose all over the scene Built some dressing on Doris Lessing These writer types are a scream I like to go out dancing My baby loves a bunch of authors We'll be together for ages Eat 
Eating and sleeping and eating and sleeping and und sleeping und turning pages. Yeah.
That's Elvis Costello and the Attractions, letting us know that every day I write the book. Before that, we had Moxie Fruvis with My Baby Loves a Bunch of Authors. And starting off our set was The Cog is Dead with Letter to Michelle. Exits to freeways twisted like knots on the fingers. Jewels cleaving skin between breasts. Your Cadillac breathes 400 horses over blue lines. You are going to Reseda to make love to a model from Ohio whose real name you don't know. You spin like the Cadillac was overturning down a cliff on television. And the radio is on and the radio man is speaking and the radio man says women were a curse. So men built Paramount Studios and men built Columbia Studios and men built a Los Angeles. It is 5 a.m. Los Angeles. 
wireless Nang Wireless Sunning You are less Mad Wasp Radio relies on listener support to keep us going. So if you have a spare moment, please visit our donate page on our website, madwaspradio.com, and give us a few pennies.
Shut up.
contraction. Well, it's the short thing of a word, a group of words by a mission of a single letter. Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax, you're always dangling. No X in espresso. Your participles dangling. But I don't want your drum. If you really want, leave out that Oxford comp. Just keep in mind that Yankovic with word crimes. Before that, we had Tom Tom Club proving the 80s were truly the golden age of music with the one, the only wordy rapping hood. And starting off our set with Soul Coughing with Screenwriter's Blues.
sat by the laundrette with magazines and cigarettes. Talked about a million other things. the villain hates the villanelle with these picky rules and odd jigsaw rhymes curses these verses are my prison cell at school i ran from the very first bell the teacher's ruler those maddening chimes don't hate the villain hates the villanelle But are those real crimes? Curses, these verses are my prison cell. If someone 
with no good before that we had they might be giants with hate the villanelle and starting off our set was the real tuesday weld with last words i don't i don't have any last words you don't have any last words for this podcast i don't have anything i know Uh, nothing i know nothing uh we found our puppets 
We did find while our we puppets. Were, while we were doing the music and stuff, uh, for any of our listeners that aren't aware, at at a brief period of time in, in the past, we, uh, in we had the puppets before made. Times. In the before times, we had puppets made. And uh, we did a horrible, horrible drinking show. Lushington's Lunch. Which I think we've, we talked about last yes, week. Yes, we did mention and, last but, week. But I actually found the puppets there. They were in a box here in the studio. I <laughs> I, had, I had put them here. They're looking a little uh, like they have also been through the quarantine. Yes. <laughs> you know, a little, a little lop, more lopsided than they were before. A little puffier yeah. than they might have well, been before. But uh, honestly, man, if you made it to the other side, who cares what you yeah. look like getting there? Yes. So we're all a little bit more gray, a little bit puffier, and just a little bit more ratchet than we were Aww. before. Twi- you know, the whole the global pandemic thing happened. The, what I like to refer to is the before times. The before times. The before times. It is the before times. <laughs> that, that's... We're all gonna do a Rocco's Modern Life voice now. No, no, no. That's the kids from uh, uh, Beyond Thunderdome. Oh. That's the Mrs. Walker. Mrs. Walker. Captain Walker. Captain Walker. The little children. It is true. That, but that's what I like to do with my with my Rocco Modern Life. That voice. is also that's the Rocco's Modern that's Life. That's how I practice that. That is the Rocco's Modern Life uh, accent, which is where how I how I do all of my accents is based on cartoon characters. Hello, I'm from Australia. Is that I don't how know you're... why I sound like a huffed helium before I've come here to talk to you, lovely people. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I've done a beard accent on the show. Here we are. Has it been a long time? It has been. It was last week. Did I do a bad accent? You last always week? do a bad accent. Was it Irish? I usually fall back on my uh, bad Irish. It was accent. either Irish or Scottish. Scottish is Glomhard Glom. Uh, Glomgold is my Scottish yes. accent. I love sharks and plants uh, and hate Scrooge McDuck. That's that accent. Oh, yeah. And then Irish is my great grandparents who would have never approved of me. Oh no! Of course I don't not. know why you're doing this thing on the radio, and I uh, can't understand what it is, and I don't care to understand what it is. I just know that you've been a great disappointment to me and your great grandmother, and we are rolling in our graves right now, Ooh. and have disowned you. Oh, and uh, oh, yeah. Can you feel the shame? I, I can. You can you feel the shame can, from the old country? I can. I can yeah. feel the shame. It's very from monotone. way over here. Also, we're you, from Orster. Well, also, it's the only time I've ever seen you make the smallest mouth well, face. Well, you have to like, make you, you make have to the, make a small mouth. You make the smallest mouth when you're doing all your shocks and you have to yes. make the small mouth to un, to truly express how disappointed your ancestors are in what you've become. Look oh. at that hair color. That's not yours. Is it? You have beautiful red it hair. It is. You the paid for it. The hair color of your paper. It's, and now this is what you, this you, candy is, colored misappropriation. It is, it is your hair uh, color because you paid for it. I did pay for it. <laughs> yeah. No, you have to do the tiny mouth. Yeah, the tiny, tiny mouth. mouth. See, I have a problem. Yeah, tiny d- mouth. Denotes that they are disappointed in you. Very disappointed. Yeah, just I can't even open my mouth mm. all the way because I'm so disappointed. Mm. Can't even form my consonants properly because I'm so disappointed. Mm. Ask me how to say the number three. How do you say the number three? Three. 
so disappointed. Apologies to our Irish listeners if you're from Ulster. You know that you're disappointed and you also are judging my hair color. So honestly, I just gave you a voice on this, our radio show. Full of opinions. Full of opinions. I can also do bad French Bad. We oh no, it was bad German. I did last. Oh, week. was it? It was Frau Brucher. Oh yes. I don't know. You do so many bad accents. I, all of my accents are bad. Yes. That's what unites them all. Yes. It is a cartoonish inability to learn okay. any subtlety. All right. Well, so if Glomgold is, is my Scottish, is your Scottish? Yes. And and your 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 ancestors were are your irish where, yeah, where, where both, do you get yeah. the french where do you get the french i'm french i'm not no. actually french no but i mean like where Belgian. Who, who do you who do you call forth who oh who, oh what like who am what, i embodying yes who are you embodying when you call forth your french accent? the one the only christopher lambert the original oh. highlander so that you know this accent's right out of it and first of all i want to establish my ancestors aren't the French-speaking Belgians. Right. Oh, no. They're the Dutch, but I can't do Dutch. <laughs> so we're going to be French. Oh, maybe I'm a little bit, and a little, just a sprinkling of Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Because of girls, when you want to be French, you have to go through the nose, and you have to seduce everyone you speak to with your voice. Oh, that, that's very, that's pe- very I Pepe feel, Le Pew. I feel very Pepe Le Pew. Yes, so yeah. the little, uh, yeah. and a bit of Christopher Lambert. Is oh, a no, bit of Chris, a sprinkling. Chris Christopher Lambert is very quiet. He whispers. No, he's, I'm speaking. He whispers. Yeah, no, you'll notice I'm not screaming. All I remember from Christopher Lambert is when he was in uh, Greystoke and he was he was being taught by Ian Holm about how to say mirror and razor. <laughs> oh, dear. And, it's, and he Miro. would go, mirror, razor. Razor. And he would be very quiet about it. Also... If you want to watch a Tarzan movie with Christopher Lambert without a shirt on, do I? I don't know. It was good in the for the late seventies, oh. early eighties. I feel like it was enjoyable. <laughs> also, it has Andy McDowell, but she's voiced by Glenn Close, so it's very strange oh. because her apparently her American accent was <laughs> offensive to whoever was directing it. And they were like, no, we can't have this voice. This American voice is bad. Let's get Glenn Coase yes. a different I think she American had a little voice. bit of a twang. Like, Well, yeah, she's got a southern, like, I think she's yes, a southern I accent. I think she's from like Arkansas or something like that. But yeah, she had a little bit of a twang. Too much twang too as much, far as they were concerned. Too much American twang. So they had Glenn Close. I mean. Like, which is just weird because yeah. Glenn Close is American. Yeah, also American. Also, like Christopher Lambert was a weird choice for the Highlander. Hello? Yes. There can be only one. And now, you and I, we will fight yes. in this... My name is Duncan McLeod. My name is Duncan McLeod. Or no, is he Connor McLeod? Connor McLeod. I don't remember. I am some There's sort of the very... McLeod. I am some sort of very Scottish McLeod. Well, um, I mean... Yeah, uh, but then um, also they had Sean Connery being the Spaniard. Yeah, he was the Spaniard, who was originally from Egypt. Right. Very accurate. Yes, also. And, and I said, oh, je ne sais pas, uh, we will uh, fight in this an underground parking lot. Under one of us also, I have a end. katana as a and sword. I have a katana instead of a Highland sword, yep. which is the namesake of this movie, but who gives a crap? Who gives a meal? Also, if you... Alors. 
smoking and he's not smoking in the movie but no, he's smoking he doesn't in smoke my mind it. he doesn't smoke at all through the movie which in is, my mind which seems smoking. shocking yes. I seem, I feel like he's he should puffing have puffing on a cigarette like one of us will die tonight I don't care if it's me it could be you who cares let us do this machismo dance of bullshit I think and then they fight Oh, see, I think... Let I, me rewrite that. Yeah, I feel like that might be a better Highlander. Oh, let, hey, who wants the rights to the Highlander? I, hey, Highlander folks. I don't know. Russell Mulcahy. Let's the guy, let, The director, I guess, maybe? Let me rewrite the Highlander. What's weird is that in the TV series, the Highlander lived on a boat in France. <laughs> And he was American and also and could not do oh, the yes. accent. Well, the actor was Canadian. French, he was like, hey, oh, uh, I'm uh, and he French. Did, well, uh, my name is Connor well, McLeod. No, he played Duncan McLeod. He, he was, was Duncan he was, McLeod. He was, he was Connor McLeod's descendant somehow. And you know what the fun part is? That's not how you pronounce that name in Scottish. It's what? not McLeod. It's McLeod. I don't know. It's not even how it's pronounced. Yes, they couldn't no, even no. get that right. Oh. That's because it was a. It was a bad. Don't. A, well, yeah. the first one was fun. The second one was garbage. Yeah, don't watch. Well, the director's cut was a little bit better, but no. it, not by much. Because the, the then they made them garbage. all aliens. They were aliens, and when they got beheaded, they went back to their home planet. Because yeah, that's how beheadings work. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I just remembered that. I think they retconned all that. Well, the yeah. Third well, one, the, well, end of the TV show. Well, in the third or fourth one, there was, Mar- there was Mario. Yeah, Mario Van Peebles was the wizard that came out of a cave. Wait. Yeah, there was a cave, and then he, and then he, and then he teleported across the uh, across the entire globe, and that was about when I stopped. I like, lost. The, <laughs> I lost the high. Clearly, I lost the Highlander thread. You I missed. Mean, you missed it. I don't know. Remember if it was the third or the fourth one, but. There is a whole thing where Mario Van Peebles is a is a sorcerer mm. that has been imprisoned in a cave. Yes, but then by he, the very French Donjon. Right by the yes by the Highlander. The, the, Fran- le, le the Highlander. Highlander. I don't know how to say it in French, but yes. And then he he gets out of the cave. And then immediately uh-huh. teleports across the whole fucking planet. Well, that's why they had to put him in the cave. Yes, but it was one of those, like, how did he not escape at any point in time? Like, do you not... He was I, in the cave was, before I I met. guess, apparently. The he cave was just tra- blocked. In the ca- if you know anything about wizards, you know if you trap them in a cave, you got them good. I apparently... They cannot apparently, get out of that apparently cave. Apparently they don't know how to echolocate. No, and the cave is the, the wizard's... I don't mortal, know. It was mortal enemy. That's why every time you just stick a wizard in yep. a cave. Yep. Ask ask Talzin. Yeah. Yep. Ask yeah. ask your your favorite local Merlin. Merlin. Yeah. Ask your local Merlin about a cave. They'll be like, oh, cave. Well, I mean, he got locked in a tree. He also got locked in a cave. Depends on which oh, of the stories. Story. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. he's in the caves of Wales. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So caves. caves, caves and wizards, man. Do not mix. No. If you have no, a wizard in your good. life, do not take them to also, a cave. Also, apparently, it takes a thousand years to charge up your teleport. Yes. 
So there you go. You, but well, yes, but Mario Van Peebles, he teleports across the. Uh, that's and, and then that, he beheads every. Highlander. I honestly, I don't know because I stopped as soon as he as he teleported <laughs> as across as he the teleported, as like, he done. teleported across the planet. I went, yeah, no, I can't watch this. Well, like, and did the guy with the curly mullet in his motorcycle draw you back in? Because that was the there was a Highlander TV show, Young People. There was oh no, I watched guy that with a curly mullet and a motorcycle and a katana. You mean Adrian Paul? Yes, I didn't know his name. I watched that. Yeah, well, I watched that mostly because a whole bunch of of 80s uh, music people showed up on that show. And (laughs) I would watch that because that's where I saw Roland Gift and Pat Benatar. Any 80s musician who fancied uh, themselves an actor. Roger Daltrey was on there. (laughs) And uh, like, oh. Not Adam Ant. Adam Adam Ant Ant was actually on there. He he held out for Northern Exposure. Yeah, no, Adam Ant was also on. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it yeah. seems like Adam Ant's jam. Yeah, no, he was, <laughs> he was on like, there. I don't know, I'm here in leather. Who yeah. wants to chop my head off? Yeah, no, he was on there. I'm fairly certain. If not, I'm shocked because I feel like he did a circuit of 80s TV shows at some point. <laughs> we just put him in there in our yeah. heads, regardless well, of whether like or not. Rick Springfield was in a vampire movie of TV show, so yeah, why not? He was. Yes, Forever Night. It was the original. And Sting was in a vampire movie. Yes. But As, wait. No. Was he? David Bowie was in a vampire movie. Yes. Sting was in a sci-fi movie. David, Sting was in a Frankenstein movie. Sting was in a Frankenstein movie. And in Dune. He was also in Dune. Yes. And the was, 80s just decided they wanted musicians in movies. And David Bowie was in The Hunger, which yes. I think we talked about last yes. week. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... Bringing it back around. Yeah, to something. We're just we're we're here to be your ancient media aunties. We're gonna just tell you about all the crap garbage, so you don't have to. (laughs) We we watched. There's so much, so much that you don't have to watch because we already did it. It was a different time. On demand was not a thing. You just had to watch whatever garbage was put on on the screen in front of you at whatever time you happened to sit down in front of it. That's how you got. TV oh, yeah. shows like The Highlander. Yeah. Also, I and don't, Northern I don't, Exposure. I don't want to be mean to musicians. I like musicians. Yeah. But sometimes they should not be on TV. No. Or in movies. No, they're good musicians. They're not good actors. David Bowie wasn't bad. No, no. Sting wasn't bad. No. Okay. But yeah, like, all you had to do was the eighties around in fancy underpants. The eighties brought a lot of musicians in movies, yeah. though. All of Tina them, Turner was really good in Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, but Auntie Auntie Entity wasn't really it. That's not it was a just difficult Tina, it was character. Just Tina, it was just badass Tina. It was yeah. just post-apocalyptic yeah. Tina Turner. I feel like they just said we're gonna enough. put there. We're gonna put you in this metal dress, and you just have to be you, really. And and we're she gonna went, put okay. you in a hundred and fifty-pound so, metal dress. Yes. And you need to shave your head for this wig, which she did. Yeah. And wear heels in the desert and yell at Mel Gibson. And she was like, I can do that. I can do that. And she did Did it. And it was amazing. It was amazing. But, like, there were a lot of, like, Madonna movies. There were a lot of Madonna movies. There was a Cindy Lauper movie. That Vibes movie. movie. I mean, it was... I mean, I have watched it recently, and it was entertaining, but ooh, it's not good. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, and she also got involved in wrestling. Remember that? Well, yeah. Well, that Cindy was Lopper that was, was beforehand. Involved in wrestling, Cindy Lauper 
used to wrestle. Yeah. It's a true fact. Look it up. It's true. Lou Albano was her coach or manager. Her manager. Beautiful. <laughs> that's he why he a... that's why he was in her video. But <laughs> he wasn't appearing on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Was, oh my god. He was filling in as Cindy Lauper's manager because she did a for real wrestling stint for Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. It was a real thing before this before yeah. the Netflix show. It was. It was. It wasn't a TV show. It wasn't just it was for the realsies. It was. No wonder we're so screwed up. Look oh, at our fucking at, media. Our whole generation. Up, our whole generation oh. is just messed up. This is all we had. <laughs> we had we... cartoons that were just giant advertisements for toys. We had musicians being in being in TV shows and movies. Uh, and wrestling. We had act movies where actors were from other countries pretending to be from other countries that and their Poorly. accents were inexplicable. Uh, we had Hulk Hogan star Rob, Robin Hood, movies. Prince of Thieves, where Kevin Costner's supposed to be British and just never even bothers to try to be sound it, like yeah, he's British. But neither does. Uh, no, no one else does. No, either. I was gonna say no it one wasn't, else does. It's not so fair to. to, to oh no, to I just I'm just not a fan of Kevin. him. I just not a fan of Kevin Costner. Yeah, no. I was gonna say also, because you had like the. Also, my favorite line in the movie is essentially Christian, Christian Slater. Slater saying, fuck me, he cleared it. When, yeah, in when a they, Jersey accent. Yes. Not, a, not an old Jersey accent, a New Jersey accent. Yes. He's like, hey, yo, Robin Hood. Duh. Yes. <laughs> he's five seconds away from being a bad stereotype. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got he was... slicked back hair and he's like, hey, where's the beach? Where's Robin Hood? That's because oh. he's trying to be Jack Nicholson. I don't know what he was trying. I don't know. But it was very Look, strange. the 80s were full of cocaine, is all we're saying. Not us, because we were children. We were children. And we <laughs> stayed away from the cocaine. And it didn't help our social lives any, as we have discussed earlier. <laughs> but if you like us, despite our disastrous early social lives, you can help tell us. Give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. Follow us on social media. You can find all the deets on agonyauntstudios.com. You can help support us either on Coffee or Patreon there. Donate to us on PayPal or just uh, tell us you like us because we're needy. We're so needy. And we need validation. We do. And this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Adderkamp. And they are Emmett Davenport. And it's not work we do. It's, it's love. Are you a soul-searching poet of somber disposition looking for a location necessary to morbid reflection? Are you a Stuart professor of criminology in need of a home ripe with a potential for intriguing calamity? We have a location for you. Skeletal tree on a misshrouded hill? We got it. Rickety shutters that clatter in a baleful wind? See the air. The hounds? You can't stop us from releasing them. From creaking floorboards to inaccessible attics, every property is guaranteed to amuse, inspire, and forebode. Sextant sent Sextant's mood setting real estate. There's a frog on the moors, and it could be yours. This is Mad Wasp Radio. Radio. Radio.